Also coming up on the show today, we're going to meet Derek Edwards um, from a Bristol-based branded advertising company called Patois. Um, he's got 20 years experience of working in the cutthroat industry of advertising, music and more, starting out his career with the Financial Times. But he now is based here in Bristol, um, working for more sort of cultural and community organisations. So I'm really looking forward to speaking to him about his kind of journey through the cutthroat business and now back here in Bristol. So my name's Miranda here through till four o'clock this afternoon when Asha will be sitting in for mystery here on Ujima Radio. I loved that last guest, um, the philosophy of Mo. I wish we had more time because uh, I really wanted to get into his philosophy. But, you know, it's just that basic thing of being self-driven and having belief in yourself and realising that making mistakes is part of life and to get on with your life you have to accept that making mistakes will happen and it's the only way you're going to live and learn and grow so that's my philosophy for today joining me in the studio we're going to find out about somebody else's philosophy wow and boy have they had a career and a half uh our guest next guest started out his career um at the financial times would you believe he's had 20 years experience working in the industry of advertising music and beyond he's worked with google kangle uh penguin books womad he's worked with peter gabriel at the Real World Studios and more recently St Paul's Carnival so he's worked in the cutthroat industry of advertising uh, but now he is working and in Bristol for his own company now which is called Patois Derek Edwards welcome to The Word Hello thank Hi. you thanks for having me on no, absolute pleasure thank you very much and now this is one of those times where I wish we had um, cameras I'm going to take a picture whilst we're talking if you don't mind because he's got the coolest t-shirt on ever I um uh, I saw Lynn wearing them and posting them. Lynn from our Rise show, uh, and it's from. Well, you tell us where it's from. It's from the Windrush. Yeah, uh, that's float, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it was for the Windrush float um, that was at Carnival this year. Yeah, and um, it was a homage to the Windrush. Um, generation yeah no and absolutely uh, yeah, loving yeah, it so. loving it okay so listen let's go back to the beginning um you've had quite an, uh, an exciting career to put it mildly uh yeah, yeah. you know from from working in advertising music and beyond and and you started out at the financial times what was that like and what was your drive back then 20 years ago what was your ambition then uh, 20 years ago now yeah. let's try and rewind well um, exactly it, it doesn't actually feel like 20 years ago that's that's the weird thing do you know what i mean yes um, i do yeah so <laughs> uh so i was in manchester originally i'm from manchester um and um at that point i just like graduated and um i was like right okay let's get a job but at the point at that particular point there wasn't really much going on in terms of, like work like um in the creative industry anyway in terms of like design um, so I was applying for work all over the world. And uh, pre-internet <laughs> as well. It was very different back exactly. then. Exactly, well, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. All, all the jobs are in London. So yeah, um, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was, to be honest, it was like a, a bit of a journey, really, before I actually got to the um, working at path, um, at the at the FT. Um, Financial it was, it was Times. Like, it was a bit of a... Um, I mean, it was a big move, move for me, actually moving to London, you know, moving away from, you know, my, my home. Um, but, yeah, I got the job in 97 um I, I was applying for a lot of jobs then um and i had this like kind of preconceived idea in my head that um you know being this like working class black guy red guy moving from uh, manchester that when i work for the ft it's gonna be like a really sort of um kind of like 
mono in terms of like you know just like very sort of white middle class yeah yeah um, it's just quite interesting actually because lately I've been talking about diversity um, but actually my first job was actually quite diverse was it really? Um, yeah it was it was so like I said I, I had these like preconce- preconceived ideas well and, I did that's why I was know, asking you because yeah, I yeah, kind of it imagined was, it wasn't what I expected that it would be a very different to where you're at now so now no, you've no. ruined my whole thread of yeah, my interview well, no I'm joking so. <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking yeah so yeah it, it was quite interesting because um yeah, like I said, I had these ideas in my head about what it would be like, and when I got there, it was completely different. Like the my um, this this guy started at the same time as me. Um, he was like a, a Sikh guy. Um, by the way, I'm I'm from Jamaican heritage, Jamaican and Irish English heritage, just to kind of so this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this guy kind of joined later on, who was from Saint Lucian background, um, and he was he was an MC, a rapper as well, and yeah. I was also an MC and rapper, still am. So it's like completely smashed all the kind of preconceived ideas. Um, so yeah. that's great. So how long were, were you with Financial Times? So I was there for about, I say about two, two and a half years. Yeah. And what was your um, role then? Because you've obviously, I, I know you've done, you, you do your music and your branding and advertising. So yeah. uh, what were you doing there? Well, so I work for um, Financial Times Media and Telecoms. So okay. it's connected to the newspaper, but yeah. we... Um, produce and um, put like magazines um, newsletters and okay. plus there's all sorts of marketing so you, stuff you, like that. you've worked with so many different sort of well-known names from you know google penguin books even kangle yeah. um and real world peter gabriel big mm-hmm. up to peter and yeah. the Woma crew big well up. out of those in the past did you enjoy most of all oh you know um i say definitely working out real world records was, yeah. was was pretty exciting which is peter gabriel's studio exactly. out in bath yeah, yeah totally yeah that was that was really exciting because i always wanted to work for the music industry yeah and um do you know what i mean you, you can't it's it's a bit of um a bit of a contrast you know going from like working for the ft and then going to work for a, a record label is, um, so did it go was that the, the it, journey it, it, from it, there to that well it wasn't that much of a jump no <laughs> i kind of um when I was when I was at the um, FT, I um, did a bit of moonlighting. <laughs> I was working for another company at the same time. I was um, it was crazy. I was like finishing on average like nine o'clock at night and then going home, um, work doing do working for this other company till like yeah. three. But in the that's morning. what we did crazy. when we were young. It was yeah. You know, was, I was hard. the same. Yeah, twenty four hour days. You exactly. didn't think much of it back then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, and then that's uh, when I was doing that. I was working for a, a startup, um, kind of a branding agency for. Um, like the clothing industry and that's when I started to work with the likes of like Carrie Moore and, and Kangol um, so I, I got involved in the sort of rebranding of, of Kangol which was interesting and actually wow. um, it's my fault that um, the, the actual font has changed on the Kangol logo <laughs> so that's yeah, down to yeah, you yeah, yeah, so that's all yeah. my fault yeah yeah um, so it's a very you know I always think of sort of advertising um, as quite a cutthroat industry was it or is it um, yeah I think so I mean I kind of I didn't 100% work for a um, advertising agency. I I'd kind of I worked for agencies that did bits of agency work here yeah, and yeah, there. Of so course, it was of like, course. and yeah, it, um, and yeah, it was pretty sort of cutthroat. Like, yeah. um, you know, um, fast turnarounds, turn, turn like a lot of pressure to come up with ideas, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Big bucks as well. I mean, the same as the music business, you know, depending on what field you work in, it can become incredibly cutthroat you know because it attracts that kind of person doesn't it when there's big bucks involved yeah, exactly, it can it exactly. attract what was yeah. it like working at real world then um it was really good um because of course it's a joint with womad as well isn't it that's right yes that's right okay. yeah so so um real world was interesting um in that when i first started there 
we didn't have a creative brief. <laughs> so we're like, right, okay. Like the first job I did was for this um, band from Senegal called Pap and Check. And they were like a, du a duo. Um, yeah. The first, it was called Mariama, the, the album. And so that was my first um, record I designed. And it was literally like, So you're designing the, 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 the sleeve? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, awesome. Design the sleeve. So it's like, here's the music. Right, right, okay, where's the brief? <laughs> no brief. So, but over, over time, yeah, we kind of, um, you know, Im implemented like a brief system and, yeah. you know, we built upon that. And yeah, it was really interesting. But like, um, what the, the, I worked with this guy called Mark Besson, who was an amazing, amazing designer, big old Mark. And um, one thing he always said was try and make the design look like how it sounds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, do, yeah, yeah. There's something in that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's amazing. What an incredible experience. So um, it kind of brings us a little bit more up to date where you are now based in Bristol, um, working for a company, that a design and, and branding agency that's your own company called Patois. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Tell us a little so, bit about Patois. Yeah. So Patois. So the name itself um, kind of, you know, reflects my heritage being Jamaican. So it's like the kind of, I guess, the most... Um, commonly spoken unofficial language that everyone attack I like um, <laughs> love it um, yeah so that's where that comes from the idea of communication and all that sort of stuff so that's a little you know what I mean like Caribbean people get it they they always get it so which is cool um, yeah so I set that up about 12 years ago I kind of accidentally stumbled into it um, kind of a left real world it's got made redundant unfortunately um, but it was the best move that kind of happened to me really um, I didn't have a business plan. Uh, <laughs> I just used all the contacts that I had to kind of like um, get work. Which um, must have been quite a few contacts, really. Um, it's kind of years. grown over time. It's grown yeah. over time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still have like a good re relationship with Real World. Like they gave, I still got work off them, ironically. Brilliant. I got still got quite a bit of work off them, but... Um, yeah, I begin so to shall we perhaps explain to our listeners because obviously it's very hard for them to know mm -hmm. exactly what we're talking about I can look at one of the t-shirts yeah. that you designed but they can't sure. how would you describe to somebody listening today what your work is like because I love it and it's phenomenal yeah. and your t-shirts which you did at St Paul's Carnival and the branding it's, mm -hmm. it's amazing and it really stands yeah. out and it's very clever um, thank you so but yeah try and explain it to somebody who so, can't see it yeah Patwa so my work I think it's um, what I try and do is um try and express um a personality like the business's personality or the person's personality that i'm trying to design for um I, th I think my approach is quite simple but at the same time people say it's striking um although although it's like got that simplistic sort of feel to it not, not overly busy it still has like a humanist feel to it i would say yeah no that that's perfect that's really well done so but i've noticed a, a common thread in some of your work that you're doing now um you know it seems to be more uh, community-based work or yeah yeah there yeah? seems to be like a common thread is Def that definitely. is that a conscious decision yeah i think it's partly conscious and i think it's partly um that the people that are attracted to me as well with the work okay. so yeah i've done like um, all sorts of work, like I've worked with um, the NHS, worked on like a, you know, a, a campaign um, ma uh, making people aware about FGM. I've worked yeah. with Rethink Mental Illness. Um, I've done, wor worked with um, fest um, festivals, a yeah. lot, lot of sort of festival-based stuff as well, yeah. which is like community and arts. But that must be really well. rewarding to work for something like that, where you actually feel like you're doing something good and worthwhile. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think design, I think a lot of design, I think more designers should do it. 
Yeah. Well, um, this is why I was thinking that you'd been on a journey where you've so perhaps, you know, the cutthroat industry, advertiser, yeah, yeah, media, exactly. financial times, and now yeah. to hear where you are mm-hmm. working in St. Paul's, supporting St. Paul's Carnival, exactly. um, organisations mm-hmm. like this. So it, that's why I was wondering if it was, you know, it's, it's a hell of a journey. It's, it's, a been consci- on. it's definitely a, a conscious decision. Yeah. Um, I, I, if I wanted to, and, and I still do a bit now, um, I do sort of consultancy work and free, freelance work for other agencies. And it put it this way, it pays better than the sort of community-based work. But it is a conscious decision yeah. that I um, do more of that sort of. Yeah. Well, you've got to pay the bills as well. Work. At the end of the day, exactly. Yeah. You? So it's, it's like trying to, to to get the balance right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I get that. So, what, any what what plans have you got for the future? Plans have I got for the future? Yeah. Anything um, exciting coming up? Um, well. Um, so I'm currently working with um, Community Resolve um, at the moment, and they do great work within the, the community, helping um, um, youngsters and um, even like organisations deal with certain conflicts, which is great. Um, I've recently worked with Name Records, uh, designed a record sleeve for the Gautier Two um, Trio, which was great. Awesome. Um, in the future, um, this whole kind of diversity thing is, is kind of I'm thinking about. Right. Um, Talk to me more about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know why I mean? do you like, feel it's like, important? Like, 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 tell me, yeah, def- why do I think it's important? Yeah. Um, I think it's important that the creative industry represents the population, and especially Bristol as well. It's the most like diverse cities in the country. I know, yeah, right. When I go yeah. to these um, different agencies, I'm not seeing. I'm not. You're not I'm seeing not seeing anyone oh, yeah. that looks like no, me. No. But it's going across, across the board, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm, when you look yeah. at the mainstream media as well. Totally. You know, and we're supposed yeah. to be reflecting our communities. And exactly. when they do a story on somebody, say in St Paul's or Northwest or wherever, yeah. then they send one of their. You know, why aren't they using reporters from those areas? Yeah, you know, yeah exactly. Well. Yeah, and especially yeah. When, when I think about like the black community. Yes. The black community has always been quite entrepreneurial. Very and, much like, so. Do you know what I mean? Like trend starting. They start trends. trendsetters. Do you know what I mean? Uh, total trailblazers and, and absolutely I, I, totally and I feel, I feel like a lot of the times like the black community is being ignored yeah um, until um, people realize oh we can make some money out of this it happened with hip-hop I know right I know drummer bass absolutely I do I do I do so reggae um, you name it you know they're absolute trailblazers so yeah sorry I keep interrupting yeah. you're making me excited <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but the thing I put out a blog um, on my website called is um, Creative Black Space. Yeah. Like in in the design industry or in the graphic design industry, there's a common term, creative white space, and it's not nothing to do with race. It's more about balance and whatever. So okay. anyway, um, that's where the title came from. Came from, and um, yeah, I just just been sort. I was talking about my experiences about how I think I've ma- um, I have made decisions in the past where I've actually um, been able to change things a bit, just like little little changes. Um, just, just in terms of editing, like the type of imagery you use. Of course, um, it's going to affect I've, people. I've been in a situation where, you know, there's been copy that's been proper stereotypical. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, not happy with that. Um, <laughs> this was for like, a major record label. I'm not going to say which record label. No, of course not. But um, but you influenced yeah, that and made I, a I influenced change. It. It was like, and I educated someone at yeah. the same time. It was like, yeah. and yeah, so, which is great. It's the ripple effect, isn't totally, it? One totally. little, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's going to change everything. Mm, so mm. what? that's why I feel like what you're doing is so important. Yeah. Uh, no, and I why I wanted totally. you to come on today because yeah. I just think your ethos and your kind of philosophy behind your yeah. work is invaluable and really important. Yeah. So I just want to say thanks for everything well, that well, you're thanks, doing. Thank you. Keep yeah, up the good work, you know. I'm so, you know, your, your success is unlimited, and I'm, I'm sure holds no bounds. So uh, I can't wait to see where you are in 20 years' time. 
Thank you. It'll be really exciting. Cheers, so. cheers. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us on the show today. No worries, no worries. Derek Edwards Pleasure. from Patois, how can people get hold of you? What's your website? If uh, you need my to? website is www.patois.co.uk. And P-A-T-W-A. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, so if you need anything designed or branding, he's your man. Uh, I will post uh, a picture yeah. of him in a minute wearing a really cool T-shirt from the Windrush float. Can I say one quick thing? You can say whatever you like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been thinking about um, setting up like a like a group or a I don't know a group of people that get together in the creative industry that are black minority or even people that aren't in the minorities that want to get together and just talk about their experience and the ways how we can improve it Um, so like yeah I'm not sure how to go about this but you know yeah so if you're interested in getting together give you know email me derek at patois.co.uk Password, P-A-T-W-A. Well, we could, we should talk about this yeah. a little bit more afterwards because there might already be something in existence Probably you could is. add Probably. to. Yeah, you yeah. know that what I find is so often that we have lots of different groups trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If we can all come together, exactly, yeah, solidarity, solidarity, and work as one. Yeah. Bristol Cable are really working hard at the moment to bring diversity into yeah, the media yeah. uh, across the board, and it's like if we can join all these yeah, little totally. groups together, yeah. then we might actually be able to Definitely. do something. So. Can I just squeeze one last thing in? <laughs> yeah, <cool>. Like. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this blog that I put out there, yeah. um, like one of a really big agency, really respected agency yeah. in Bristol, co- actually contacted me and um, and um, was like, "How can we help?" Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, so they're they're inter- so people are interested yeah. and they wanted to take steps. So yeah, people are listening. Yeah, no, that's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Um, I will, no doubt we'll hear from you again in the future. Cool, cool. Uh, Derek Edwards from Patois, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you, thank you. We're just going to have a bit of music. Uh, This is Roy Ayers, Africa Centre of the World. (laughs) 